Welcome to Digital Marketing Intelligence for Shopify, Ask the Experts, our bi-weekly live show and podcast that features expert interviews and case studies to show you what to do and what's new in Shopify and e-commerce digital marketing for 2022 and beyond. Ask questions, suggest topics, and grow faster with actionable insights and proven strategies from the world's leading Shopify and e-commerce marketing experts. Good morning and welcome to Digital Marketing Intelligence for Shopify Ask the Experts. I'm Marissa Morgan. I'll be your show host today. I'm also the Business Development Manager at Engage. And I'm really excited because we have some new exciting news for those of you who are interested in really boosting sales, customer experience, and brand loyalty in your Shopify and e-commerce stores. That being said, I'm going to boost our engagement today uh, by sharing our show right now, right now to my LinkedIn post. All right. Uh, I want to welcome you to today's show, by the way. Today, we're talking about how a well-thought-out brand strategy will be the key differentiator for successful Shopify merchants in 2022. I'll introduce you to our special guest in just a moment. He is an ex-Shopify team member, and he also runs a very successful Shopify store. And he's going to join us to, sit, to share three cornerstones to building a strong brand strategy. So don't go anywhere. I'll be introducing our special guest in just a moment. And be sure to stick around because after today, talk and our guest shares his insights, of course, I'll have for you our Engage News of the Week. Every week, we share with you a trend, a piece of news, or a tip. And as our series continues this year, all of our news will focus on e-commerce and Shopify topics. So if you're an e-commerce brand, if you're thinking about opening a Shopify store, if you are thinking about getting into e-commerce with a product, or you're looking to build brand loyalty for your service, online. This is the series you don't want to miss. All right. I mentioned the Engage has some exciting news, and we do. We are very excited to announce that on March 1st, we will be rolling out our latest app, which is SMS Marketing for Shopify stores. With 98% open rates versus 20% for emails, SMS marketing is a must-have for any business, especially e-commerce. Engage, we are going to make it so super easy for Shopify store owners to not only increase your sales, but to save time with automations and give you the opportunity to not only promote new products, but create targeted personalized campaigns with our SMS marketing tools. It is the only app, by the way, that has no code bots, so you don't need coding to run your SMS program. And I think you'll agree that in 2022, brand strategy is important, but so is customer experience. And if you've not yet incorporated SMS into your business, now is the time to do it and Engage has you covered. So look for that. We are rolling it out on March 1st in just a few weeks. If you're a Shopify owner, give it a try. And to kick off our rollout, we're offering a free 30-day trial to anyone who wants to try our SMS programming, and you'll get 500 free messages that you can start to take the app for a test drive. You can start messaging your customers and see what kind of response you get. Isn't that crazy? 98% open rate uh, for SMS versus email. Pretty incredible. 
All right, let's get started. I'm excited to introduce you to today's special guest. His name is Brock Shillington. I love that name. It's so powerful. Brock Shillington. And he's from Vancouver Island, Canada. If you don't know who Brock is, he is a graduate from Algonquin College in marketing and advertising. He worked for Shopify for count them, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven years. He's a brand builder, and he's really passionate about helping people to sail their own ship. Fun fact, he's an avid rock climber. That's super cool. And he's a proud Shopify store owner with a brand called Let's Matcha. We'll learn more about Let's Matcha, but let's meet... Brock Shillington. Brock, thank you so much for joining me and being our special guest expert today. And really, we're kind of going to do a case study today on branding and talk about brand strategy and really get into some of the details of your store. Let's matcha. Oh, hang on. Hang on. I think you're muted. Oh, there we go. There we go. Um, Boom. I'm like, oh, no. Oh, no. We got audio problems. There we go. We hear you. you. Thank you so much for having me on uh, to whoever whoever is watching, I appreciate you tuning in. Um, so good to be able to talk about my experience. It's been uh, probably 10, 10 to 15 years freelancing, building websites on all sorts of platforms. And uh, yeah, I mean, now I'm at a point in time where, uh, you know, my, my coaching and my mentorship capabilities have blossomed and I'm able to help people sail their own ships, uh, as I mentioned before. So I feel like I'm in a pretty lucky uh, position. So thank you for um, uh, noticing me in this big, beautiful world and having me on. Well, we're excited you're here because, you know, you kind of have experience in two pieces of the puzzle. That being you have your own Shopify store, and we're going to share that in just a moment. Let's matcha. We'll learn more about what that brand is, what product you offer, but you also work for a digital marketing agency. And as you mentioned, your background is, is obviously in, um, digital marketing and advertising and you're helping people not only from a coaching consulting perspective but obviously through your digital you know agency as well that you work at so it's kind of cool because you can give us um a take from two different perspectives the store owner and also kind of from an agency and a, a consultant perspective before we get started brock i do want to let everybody know who's watching i am live from Minneapolis right now real time 10 a.m. Central, um, 11 a.m. East Coast. Brock is joining us live from Vancouver Island, Canada. I see Corinne is watching on Facebook. She is in Connecticut. Uh, Samantha's watching in Minnesota as well. Hi, ladies. Thank you for joining us. If you are watching live, let us know. Drop us a comment in the comment section. Let us know where you're joining us from. This is a live interactive show. And if you have any questions for Brock, feel free to leave those in the comment section. We'd love to bubble those up and offer those questions up to Brock live during today's show. If you're listening on the podcast replay, unfortunately, you can drop us a comment in, in virtual space and we'll just, you know, imaginarily say hello to you. But I want to thank you for downloading this show and hope you enjoy today's content. All right, Brock, let's dive right into brand strategy, because today we're talking about how a well thought out brand strategy really is one of the key differentiators for any brand, especially any e-commerce brand in 2022 and beyond. To get started, let's talk about what brand strategy is. So what is a branding strategy? Well, a branding strategy is a long-term plan based on a few different things. Identifying your ideal customer, solving a pain point for that customer, that's an important one, and also a marketing strategy to reach that customer. 
A branding strategy creates a few things, brand awareness, brand equity and or value, and brand sentiment. I think that's important. That's where like the loyalty and like the idea that people relate to a brand, they feel like the brand is themselves. Um, that all makes sense to me. Now, often misconceived, and you and I talked about this, Brock, a branding strategy strategy is not just the sum of your logo, your color palettes, or website, though these creative elements are an integral part of a successful branding strategy. So let's just dive into this um, and let's kind of relate these, these ideas about what a branding strategy is. It's this long-term plan to identify your ideal customer, solve the pain point, reach the customer. Um, let's kind of dive into how you have uh, done that with your brand, Let's Matcha. And before we talk about how you've done it, I am going to share with the audience your website so that they can understand your brand as you talk about it. Um, so share with us a little bit about your product and your service. Awesome. So uh, yeah, just to begin. Uh, so yeah, Let's Matcha. Uh, we've been around for about six years. I started it the year after I began at Shopify. Um, we started off uh, importing matcha and just selling small bags to, you know, families around Canada. And then we switched uh, to becoming a wholesale supplier. So now uh, you can find us near the top of Google's rankings for Wholesale Matcha Canada. Uh, we supply matcha to smoothie shops, cafes, bubble tea stores, bakeries, uh, all around. Um, so we uh, basically uh, just try to supply the best possible products for the best price point. Uh, let's, or, or matcha is very much... Um, uh, something that people often feel has a barrier to it. Um, it's, you know, ceremonial matcha. It's like, uh, it's just not like coffee. It's different. So people don't feel like they can just jump into it quite as easily, especially when they're making it at home. Mm -hmm. So we try to make it accessible without, uh, you know, pillaging people's wallets. Um, matcha is really good for all sorts of things, including oral health. You know, coffee gives you coffee stains. Uh, matcha is actually like good for uh, your hygiene. So, um, you know, we're, um, our whole preface is just that uh, me and my buddy Eric started it and we uh, just wanted to make a healthier change for our own lives. And ultimately, we've had the blessing to do it for uh, people all across Canada now. Well, let's talk then a little bit about your branding strategy. I know, and I'm going to point this out right away, Brock. I know we talked about how branding is not just colors and images and logo. But I do want to point out right away when I go to your website, you have those features definitely already like it's well thought out. I'm already getting a vibe from your website. I'm feeling something. And I think that's awesome. I love the white and the green. I love the way your website is set up. Um, one thing I noticed too right away was the fact that you have here this like COVID-19 update button and how that's one of the first things um, that I see on the website. I think that's important, Brock, because it lets the customer or the prospect customer know that you're clearly updating this. This is not a website you built 10 years ago, set it and forget it. Right away, I'm like, this company is relevant because mm -hmm. they're addressing changes and, and things that we have going on. But tell me a little bit about how you found out who your ideal customer was, um, how you targeted this ideal customer. I'd love to hear really how you were able to set up your, you know, the key 
key features of your long-term branding strategy? Yeah, awesome. Uh, so I won't, you know, take all the credit for myself. Uh, a long time ago, I went to a Google breakfast uh, meeting in Vancouver. And what they basically do is they have entrepreneurs from all over uh, the city come and they supply you with breakfast and you hear some conference speakers and a uh, very relevant and valuable piece of information that uh, I found there was that um, uh, just like a little a little hack, if you will, is to find your competitors online and go look at their customer reviews. Mm. Uh, if you go on Amazon, you can see uh, a fair bit about the customers that are reviewing. Each customer has their own profile. Uh, so you can kind of gauge the age, uh, you know, what they're into, how busy they are. Um, so you can, you know, find out if you're selling, you know, if you're, yeah. So it's basically jumping into your competitors and seeing what they, uh, what's going on in their reviews. Um, mm -hmm. uh, and you can gauge whether people are busy, whether they've got to drop the kids off at soccer practice, if they're, you know, working on the fifth floor at a Microsoft office, um, or if they're buying for gifts for family and friends, uh, or if, Maybe they were a workaholic and they drank too much coffee in their life and it's just time to make a change. Uh, so that's predominantly where I started to find it. And then I just really just put myself out there. Um, if you go to the convenience stores down the street from your house, uh, mm -hmm. look, at the, look at the magazines. Um, see, you know, where your product rests in which magazine and who is buying those magazines. You know, it could be. Chatelaine, it could be Fast Company, it could be um, Reader's Digest, uh, like who, who knows, but uh, magazines have always been something that has uh, helped me sort of stay with the times. Um, that whole industry definitely knows, you know, what to write about, what buzzwords to use, and, uh, you know, you can see, like, if there's a healthy article on matcha, or let's say you're you're selling, um, you know, healthy deodorant, you know, you can you can see, you know, what articles are based around these deodorant ads in different uh, magazines, and sort of just get a general uh, lay of the land, if you will. Um, other than that, uh, I would really, I would, I would go out and give samples. I, I remember mm -hmm. going out and to the streets of uh, Vancouver and to different concerts. Uh, and I would print off little bags of matcha with five gram samples in it. And I would just walk around and just like ask people if they had heard of matcha and just give it away. Just had my website, no sales pitch, just here, try it out, walked away. But basically I would find people that would say, what's matcha? I, right, right. So you definitely uh, really, you were sampling and getting the brand name out there, but you were also educating, I'm sure, because that probably excited you when people asked because it gave you a chance to initiate that conversation with them yep. and, and tell them about what matcha is and then obviously get into some of the benefits. I want to stop right here for a second, Brock, because you brought up a really great tip, and that is obviously visiting your competitor websites, reading the reviews. You can learn a lot from that. And I, and I never really thought of that. I thought about visiting obviously the competitor's website, but the review section or the testimonial section is a great place to find a lot of information about your consumer, about your, your prospect customer. That was a really good tip. Um, yeah, that was really good. I want to go ahead for everybody who is listening 
pop up some questions that we've put together. And I think you and I, you've already started to answer these, which is great. Let's go through these questions together, Brock, in terms of what goes into a successful branding strategy? Because you absolutely started touching on these. But we have learned that answering the following questions really can be the first step in drafting a successful branding strategy. So the first question we believe all businesses need to ask themselves is what problems will your brand solve? And how will it benefit your intended customers? Second question, who are your ideal customers? Number three, who are your competitors? And as Brock learned, go to their websites, check out their reviews. You can learn a lot. Number four, what personality and tone of voice will your brand have to achieve its goals? So let's just look at this first question together, Brock. So what problem will your brand solve and, and how will it benefit your intended customers? Share with us a little bit about how you viewed the answer to that in terms of your business. Let's matcha. What problem is let's matcha? is solving for our own. Uh, yeah. So just kind of, as I mentioned before, um, matcha has these huge barriers, uh, lots of buzzwords around it. Uh, you know, how do you make it at home? Uh, mm -hmm. um, do you need the traditional whisk? You know, do I just shake my matcha in a mason jar? Uh, there's just like a lot of steps to making like the perfect cup of matcha as well as uh, often you'll go out there and you'll see these little tiny jars, um, you know, probably like, you know, like, uh, like, uh, like this, for example, um, 30 grams for $50. Whoa. Uh, so, <gasps> right. So people see these, uh, these price points and they never want to actually like make the healthy change. So basically, uh, the problem that we solve is just giving uh, this healthy nutritionist, nutritional uh, item to the world for a cheaper price. Um, we for price and convenience, it sounds like. Yeah, yeah, exactly. As well mm -hmm. as just breaking down how to make the perfect the cup of uh, The branding on the back of our package has mm -hmm. uh, the steps to making the perfect matcha. So right when you pick it up, you have directions on the back. You don't have to log into Pinterest or <laughs> log on to whatever website, YouTube, to search how to make the perfect matcha and get you know lost in all sorts of other stuff online. We try to break it down, make it super simple, make it affordable, uh, and just kind of like cut down the buzzwords. Like ceremonial matcha is this thing that's out there and people really want to try it and it's the first harvest of a matcha crop which makes it uh, the healthiest um and then second harvest and third harvest and it continuously gets uh you know less and less quality so we try to get the right harvest uh which makes it uh cheaper um and more affordable for people um second and third third harvest matcha can be just as potent as first harvest. Um, so we just try to educate people and that uh, allows people to feel like they can for finally make the step and make their first matcha tea at home or with a, with a friend. Well, I do want to mention, so I'm listening to what you're saying and I'm looking right here at your website and I'm, I'm seeing um, the connect. It says right here that you wholesale, right? So for people looking to purchase for their restaurants or their businesses, when you talk about costs, I'm like, okay, great. This company offers the wholesale option. That's going to be cost effective 
And then you also mentioned no minimum order size. So as a consumer, if I'm looking to purchase retail, that kind of makes me feel confident that, you know, this company understands maybe I just want to buy, you know, a small amount. And, and then you get into also some of the benefits of matcha and some of the benefits of your brand in terms of product guarantees. Let's talk about like this idea of product guarantees. Right. Because we know that, you know, as a customer, you and me both, especially if you're looking to purchase a food item, something that you can consume through the internet or through an e-commerce website, um, there's a lot of questions someone might have. Or again, barriers, right? Is this safe? Is it made in a clean facility? You know, is it going to be fresh? And you address that right away on your website. Right. So yeah, just value, value, value. What is your USP? Um, when I went to Algonquin College, that's just like one word one that my teachers... Uh, told me shout out karen and jake from algonquin college thanks for uh, <laughs> teaching me years ago appreciate you guys um so yeah just what your unique selling uh proposition is so just and all of these things uh weren't there years ago uh i kept adding them as people would message me customer service questions so mm -hmm. when it's like this is important i would put it on my page if it wasn't there mm. um so yeah, what does the matcha do to you? Why is this so good? Why is it good for the environment? Um, as well as what our values are as a company. So if you scroll right here, uh, we get into like what we believe. Um, part of a strong brand strategy is just to differentiate yourselves and tell a story from uh, like from your competitors. Um, so mm -hmm. we, like I said, I would go out to these festivals and these concerts, hand out matcha, and I would be I would meet the people where they're at. Um, so this is kind of like what I do with the values on my site. I meet people where they're at. The greatest wealth is health. You know, um, we could probably up the price on our matcha, um, but we don't, um, sorry to my competitors, <laughs> but <laughs> it's, it's not, it's not, a, it's not why, why we started it. Um, it was just like a fun hobby project that, uh, went really, really well. So, you know, we just, we want to be our best selves. We want everybody else to be their best selves. So you really got to talk about your values on your homepage. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. We're pretty aggressive with it. We, like, we, we have a lot of values. Um, and we found that it makes people feel like we are, you know, their best friend. That's really what you want when you're going to spend money on a brand. You want it to be like your best friend, a brand that's always going to be there for you. Um, you know, There's so... And there's a few things I like on your website. I, I see this earn rewards button on the bottom. Uh, so we talk a lot about the customer experience, building brand loyalty. Loyalty programs, rewards is a great way to do that. We just talked about that for our last show last week with, um, I want to say Brad Pierce, Adam Pierce. And uh, we were talking about customer experience and loyalty programs. That's a great way to retain loyal customers. I saw that. I really like that. Yep. And then obviously you do a lot here with brand messaging. Um, you have a blog as well where you talk about the economic impact, history of matcha. Um, let's talk about, let's just see here. Let me go. Let's see. How do I go back to home? Do I just click on let's matcha? Oh, well, yeah, there it is. Um I like that also you have this matcha lovers club. So let's yeah. talk there about what that is and and how has that 
helped your brand? Like, where did that fall into the brand strategy? Because obviously it's a certain type of person, right? A certain prospect who would maybe want to join a club. That's going to be your ideal client. So how did that come about? Uh, yeah, uh, honestly, I think this is something that I adopted from Ezra Firestone. Um, mm. uh, yeah, prominent figure in the e-commerce, uh, in the e-commerce sector, a very inspirational fellow. Um, but basically just creating a community, uh, around your product, allowing people to come together, ask each other questions, uh, share recipes, um, you know, share other discounts. Uh, I, I have this basically, it's a Facebook community group. Uh, people can share their favorite brands in there. Um, I don't delete them. People can share their favorite discounts. Uh, I don't delete them, even though it's under, you know, my brand's Facebook page. I, I don't try to get competitive at all. Um, but I basically create a place for people to come congregate, uh, especially in COVID. People are working from home. People are quarantined, isolated. Um, these groups uh, sort of act as an incubator um, for big ideas, you know, and whether that big idea is, you know, how parents with a family of five can unwind at the end of the day, um, you know, discussing, you know, how late is too late to have a matcha. <laughs> so I don't, you know, so I can get the last little bit of stuff done, you know, help the kids with the homework and still go to bed, uh, different things like that. So um, anybody running a, a business out there, try to create a community around it. Um, you might not know what that looks like right now, but there's different tools out there, like uh, obviously Facebook or Discord, um, or you could start your own Slack community. Uh, I've seen lots of beautiful, cool ways to do it, and um, it's just nice to nice to be able to meet friends using technology. So very valuable. I think you shared some great insights about building the personality and the tone of your brand. And it, you've done that through everything that you've just shared, not only from sharing like the economic impact that matcha has on the world and, and how we help these, you know, other countries and their, you know, villages or communities, right, by purchasing their product. But also you just mentioned how you encourage this community, this um, connecting over your product and your brand and, and taking information from those communities to then further, you know, fine tune your branding strategy so that you are really hitting the target uh, demographic. And I like too, um, this is, this is interesting because, you know, our show focuses on digital marketing and we always say, be where your customers are. But I like how at the beginning of your brand building, which how many years ago did you start the brand? Probably again? Six. Yeah. You know, you talked about actually going out, you know, like guerrilla style to places that people were. And that was, you know, I think before digital marketing, that was how most brands, you know, mm -hmm. connected with prospect customers. I remember working in experiential marketing and doing things for juices and coffees and, and protein bars and getting out and literally being where the customers are. Let's transition a little bit to modern day. And I say modern day, meaning, you know, fast forward six years, we now still say, you know, be where your customers are, but we're often talking about social media apps, right? Being on Facebook or Instagram yeah. or TikTok, or obviously a website. Let's talk just for the last few minutes together 
what kind of uh, digital marketing strategy that you're using? What are some of the things that you have found uh, very helpful and successful in building your online e-commerce brand and business? I see, obviously, you've got the website up. You've built a loyalty club. Um, are you using any sort of email campaigns? Are you considering SMS? Um, what other things are you doing for digital marketing? Yeah, so... Um... One of the biggest ones here, and I'll share it. Uh, is this the right link? Uh, yeah. So just through getting out there and letting people know what, I, uh, what I've been doing, um, sometimes you'll have magazines and uh, online publications reach out to you and want to interview you. So uh, years ago, I got enough um, momentum that the Huffington Post uh, reached out to me two different times to interview me on the health benefits of matcha. So I got to do that and that gave me uh, a lot of SEO power and a lot of potentiality to, um, to uh, you know, just keep going. Um, so they put a lot of wind in my sails and that sort of progressed into, you know, getting other little write-ups. Um, so a lot of my traffic uh, has been like pretty organic. Uh, mm -hmm. We have run Google ad campaigns. We've run some Facebook ad campaigns. Um, other than that, uh, it's been a lot of word of mouth, really. Um, it's just been a lot of a lot of that. Uh, I'd say my ad spend is probably, you know, under. $2,000 in five years. And uh, wow. I generally, you know, uh, this isn't like a huge, huge, huge project, but you know, I'll, I'll make, uh, you know, I'll make 10 grand every year um, in my pocket, just like doing this on the side on the weekends. Um, basically, I, I, I wouldn't really be ready for monumental success if it happened just because I am working for my agency and I have a couple other uh, side businesses. Um, but, uh, that's one of my biggest things is just getting backlinks, uh, getting other brands to talk about mm -hmm. you, you share mm -hmm. your information. Uh, collaboration is also key. Uh, I've uh, collaborated with some local, uh, vegan restaurants to do like a matcha takeover night where we would do like a seated dinner, uh, do matcha, matcha dusted French fries, matcha mm -hmm. tiramisu, um, and so on and so forth. Um, so really just doing projects in the community um, uh, as well as donating, uh, donating gifts uh, to different like events, getting your banners up. Our industry or like, I, I try to go after, you know, kind of like the athletic crowd. Mm -hmm. uh, there are those people that are um, looking to maybe expand their horizons into getting outside. Um, and that's just kind of kind of where where I've gone. Um, but uh, hopefully this year we will invest some more and possibly move into a warehouse and uh, I might hire my first staff member. We'll see. Woohoo. So you really are. This is perfect. You know, our um, our SMS program is great for small to mid-sized medium businesses. And you are really, you're not exactly a startup because you have a track record of doing really well. But obviously it's like that Dr. Seuss book, oh, the places you will go. You have so much room for growth and for potential and market share. You're building a fantastic brand with clear branding. Um, I, you know, I like that you mentioned that you were in, interviewed by some magazines and really some bloggers and this backlink, this idea that, you know, exposure has 
really helped you to build your online presence because through those interviews and through those, you know, blogs, you've been able to link your website. And even though you're going out and doing word of mouth and events and experiential marketing, I think the key thing and the key takeaway, especially as we continue to pivot into this digital marketing era, you've got a really nicely built website and Shopify store to support all of it that you're getting from all of your, you know, personal efforts that go beyond digital marketing. You're more face-to-face. Having a really good Shopify store and website is really key to, you know, supporting obviously your sales and, and, and making it a great customer experience. Your website is very easy to navigate, very easy to use, user-friendly, clear messaging. I see my order options right away. I'm intrigued by the loyalty, um, club. And then you also offer an educational piece as well. So in terms of the customer experience, if I'm getting my matcha, you know, uh, shipped to me and uh, everything is as great as the website, then of course I'm going to be a happy customer, especially Mm -hmm. if ultimately in the end, your product is tasty and amazing. One thing that, you know, from my perspective, I would encourage is you should consider SMS marketing, you know, SMS marketing, something we've been talking about, uh, yeah. especially for e-commerce businesses this year, because the the open rates for text messages are through the roof. 98% of people look at their text messages daily, if not, you know, multiple times a day. And that's even higher, obviously, than email. And it so, yeah. I, uh, I definitely click on those SMS messages and it's, right? it's, it's on my to-do list to be. Yeah. Uh, well, the good news is Engage, we are rolling out our program in March. So if you are like Brock, maybe you've started a Shopify store, um, you are interested in SMS marketing, definitely uh, check back with us starting in March. I am going to copy this, by the way. I see. Uh, I'm going to share with you all um, from... Brock, a link. I'll share the link on the screen. Do you want me to actually pull this up on a website? Would that be helpful too, Brock? Uh, sure, if you want. Yeah, let's do this before we uh, end the show. I'm yeah. This, and, uh, yeah. And just uh, just to like wrap up um, a little bit, I will say like I couldn't have done any of this uh, on my own. Shopify has been such a great employer and such a great tool uh, for me. Um, but most of all, um, you know, I went out and I hired an agency to help me with my branding. This all didn't come from, uh, from this head. I'm a great people person and I know how to connect with people, but I, uh, sometimes the colors and all that type of stuff, uh, is not my forte. So, you know, don't feel like you have to do this type of stuff alone. Um, you really do get what you pay for, um, Mm -hmm. reach out for help, um, ask for help find mentors to give you tips and advice, whether it's uh, Marissa and the Engage program uh, or something else, um, pick up those magazines and most of all, celebrate your small wins. Don't feel like you have to get everything done uh, today or tomorrow or this week, but um, write your lists down, um, you know, congratulate yourself, give you a pat, give yourself a pat on the back when you, uh, you know, you get something small off your list and then mm-hmm. head to the next item. Uh, it's not uh, easy to run a brand and uh, you are going to hit barriers and uh, you're always welcome to message me on LinkedIn if you want. Uh, I'd be happy to uh, throw you some uh, pro bono advice and just to um, share what I've known. Uh, even we can book a Google Hangout or something like that. I'd be happy to uh, connect with uh, any entrepreneurs that are uh, watching this show right now. 
Great advice. And I like how you said, give yourself a pat on the back. I'm going to add to that. Give yourself a pat on the back and make a cup of matcha when you uh, celebrate a big win. Here's Brock Shillington's LinkedIn for those of you watching. If you'd like to connect with Brock for some tips, some more advice, if you'd like to know more about his brand, it's Brock Shillington. For those of you listening on the podcast, I'll spell that out. It's B-R-O-C-K. S-H-I-L-L-I-N-G-T-O-N. Sounds like such a like movie star action name, you know, like Sty Stallone meets Brock Shillington in a battle of matcha around the globe. Um, and you can also check out more about his brand at www.letsmatcha.com. And I do want to share, let's just share this. Um, you mentioned the idea that you've been featured for different articles, and this is a blog where you're brand is not only mentioned, but obviously they backlink your, your website right here. So recently yeah. I spoke with Brock Shillington, the co-owner of Let's Matcha. He shared more than the health more of the health benefits of matcha tea, how to prepare it and who can drink it. And this is a, a great way in digital marketing to draw and promote business to your website and ultimately your Shopify store. It gives the blog credibility, right? It gives the blog what they need to get where they want to be. And then obviously you get the benefits of their readers and all the traffic that can be driven to your page. Excellent. Brock, you've shared some excellent tips today. I really appreciate you taking the time to share a little bit with us about your brand, about your experience with Shopify, your Shopify store, and some of your techniques and insights on branding strategy and building a branding strategy. Before I let you go, will you just stay with me while I share our Engage News of the Week so I can... Awesome. So I can uh, pick your brain on your thoughts for this week's Engage News of the Week. So this week we're talking about how Facebook recently announced they're making changes in ad manager to streamline the ad campaign process. So Facebook has now reduced the number of ad ob objectives. Objectives. Um, it used to be 11 and now it's six. So Facebook is saying in order to effectively guide advertisers to the optimal campaign setups, they've redesigned the objective selection experience when creating new campaigns in ad manager. They've moved to an outcome-driven ad experience model where advertisers can select their designed business or desired business outcomes. So you can choose awareness, traffic, engagement, leads, app promotion, sales. And the interface will guide the brand to the most optimal campaign setup to achieve that outcome. So you used to be able to choose, and I know you said you've done a little bit of Facebook ads, not a whole lot, but you used to be able to choose up to 11 different objectives for your ad. Mm -hmm. And now Facebook is optimizing the customer experience, right? What all businesses should be doing. And they're basically taking that selection from 11 down to six. They're saying, do you want to build awareness for your brand? Do you want to boost traffic to a website? Do you want to boost engagement? Do you want leads? Do you want to promote an app? Or do you ultimately want sales? And then it's helping build the ad campaign around that. Any thoughts on this improved kind of, you know, layout? Uh, did you have a positive experience when you did do Facebook ads? Um, anything you want to share in relation yeah. to the news of the week? Yeah, I think, uh, well, yeah, I definitely wasted a lot of time, wasted some dollars doing my uh, Facebook ads. Uh, when I first started doing it, I did it without any help. Uh, so this is pretty cool. It narrows down the selections, uh, helps people streamline you know mm -hmm. their, their 
screw-ups, if you will. Um, mm-hmm. But sounds overall like a big time saver. Uh, now, hopefully, different uh, platforms out there are going to you know, update their customer service docs to reflect this uh, in order to you know, give people the right information. But that sounds like a big win for, uh, for everybody. We agree. And that's our Engage News of the Week with a little input from Brock Shillington, also known as the founder of Let's Matcha. <laughs> Brock, I had so much fun having you on the show today. I want to thank you so much for sharing your insights. Thank and of you. course, I want to remind our audience, check out Let's Matcha if you're interested. He's based in Canada. Do you ship to the United States? Uh, I don't, but if you message me, I'll shoot you a free sample. Oh, there you go. If you're interested in trying Let's Matcha, hit up Brock. You can connect with him through LinkedIn, Brock Shillington. Shoot him a message. Let him know that you saw him on Engage Digital Marketing Intelligence for Shopify. And if you are Canada-based, I was going to say Canada, but that's definitely not a word. If you're Canada-based, you can definitely get his product. Check out letsmatcha.com. Brock, I hope you have the best rest of your week. Congrats on your success with your brand. Congrats on your new position at your agency and all of your experience with Shopify. We hope you have a great rest of your year. And thanks again for sharing your insights with us on digital marketing intelligence for Shopify. Thank you so much, Marissa. I had a great time. Thank you. What an awesome guest. It was really cool to hear his perspective, especially as a Shopify store owner, on what he's doing and what he has done to build his branding strategy so that he can be competitive in the coming years. And I think one of the coolest takeaways that I got from Brock's um, insights and experience is not only look at what your competitors are doing, but literally go look at your competitors, check out their websites, read their product reviews, because you can learn a lot about who your customer is based on the input they're leaving right there in the reviews for your competitors. Bam. Brock is a smart cookie. I want to thank you all so much for joining me for this episode of Digital Marketing Intelligence for Shopify, Ask the Experts. I want to thank our guest, Brock Shillington, and wish him all the luck in 2022 and beyond for his store, Let's Matcha. If you're Canada-based, check it out. He does ship everywhere in Canada. If you are U.S.-based and you'd like a sample, hit him up through LinkedIn or send him a message through his website. That is all for today's show. I want to remind you to join us on this Thursday coming up, February 10th. Our guest will be Luke Smith. We're going to be talking about Facebook ad secrets to give your Shopify stores a sales boost in 2022 and beyond. Luke Smith is a leading Facebook expert and an e-commerce agency founder and director. So he'll be here to share his insights and share his Facebook ad secrets. It's a perfect tie-in because this week's News of the Week is all about the changes in building your Facebook ads. So we'll learn more from Luke Smith. And if you've got questions or topic suggestions for our digital marketing series, please feel free to message me. My email is marissa.m at engage.com. And you can connect with me on LinkedIn. If you have any guest referrals or have friends or colleagues in the Shopify or e-commerce niche, please feel free to send their information my way if you think they'd be a great guest to have on the show. And if you are like Brock and you own your own Shopify store and you are in the e-commerce industry for your product or your service and you'd like to be featured on our show, feel free to drop me a message at marissa.m at ngage.com. That's N-G-A-G-G-E.com. One more mention before I go, we're so excited. Coming in March, we're launching our SMS program for Shopify. So if you have an e-commerce store and you're 
and you're using Shopify, you need SMS marketing to not only reach your potential customers, but to keep them in the know, to develop loyal customers, to let them know there's new products. You can use SMS for tracking and shipping updates. You can use SMS to send your customers promo codes. If you're not using SMS this year, and into the future, you are missing out on a huge competitive advantage. So make sure you check out and check back with us. You can connect with us on LinkedIn to find out more coming in March, March 1st of 2022. When you visit us on LinkedIn, look for the rainbow colored cog wheel. And we are N-G-A-G-G-E. And we are here for all your SMS and Shopify needs. I want to thank you all so much for joining me for today's episode of Digital Marketing Intelligence for Shopify. I'm your host, Marissa Morgan. Look forward to seeing you back here next Thursday. Until then, keep shopping and keep growing your Shopify and e-commerce business with everything you need to know here at the Engage Digital Marketing Intelligence podcast and live stream. Thanks again for watching.